something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I'm your host, John Age. Happy to be back with you in the main seat this evening in the wee hours of the a.m. Hailing proudly from the formerly great state of North Carolina, I'm sitting at 2.31 in the a.m. Thanks for being with us tonight. If you have chosen to be with me, I appreciate it. Appreciate it greatly. Check out AnomicAge.com if you've not already done so. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge, Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. Got a new little link down there in the about or information section of whatever you happen to be watching this on. It's going to be GetAlby.com forward slash P forward slash Anomic Age. I know that's the long version. You can also just go to anomicage at getalby.com. If you are so inclined, you can uh, you can use that to shoot me some Bitcoin fragments. <laughs> some Shatoshis, I believe, is what they are referred to as, but that's what they are indeed. Uh, the easiest way to go there is to go to the aforementioned links. But uh, if you just want to go old school, paypal.me forward slash anomic age. Patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well. Just head up anomicage.com if you want to do all the above. We got the free newsletter, free iPhone app, free Android app, every single information breakdown segment, and all the shows as well at anomicage.com. You can also find all the social media that I happen to be a part of. Follow me and share those links. If you can do nothing more, I assure that you can share the links. You can share the links to your friends, family, loved ones, and enemies. Vegan Bear in the house, my man. Love to see you up there, Vegan Bear. Thanks for being with us, man. It's been a while since I've been on YouTube. This is my second... Uh, second appearance in like a month or something. They took down two more shows. They gave me some more strikes. You know, you know how it works. So uh, that's where I've been, Vegan Bear. If you miss me, that's where I've been. <clears throat> Still putting out tons of content, just not on YouTube. So um, anomicage.com is where you can go to find all things me. <laughs> and all those aforementioned um, <clears throat> payment platforms, if you'd like to do that too. Either way, let's jump into the deep end of the pool this week. Uh, take a look, took a little bit of time off, spent some time with the family, and it was hard to come back. It was so hard. I'm the kind of guy that just loves to travel. I love hotels and love just staying anywhere, anywhere but home, to be quite honest. I love all that stuff. And I always just get mad. But like, today we're coming back, I'm mad. I'm just totally ticked off, but... Here I am again, trying to get back <clears throat> back acclimated into that stuff that we all have to do to pay the monies. I suppose to get the monies to pay the bills, you know. 
I just call it prostituting myself. Um, not this show, but <laughs> this show is uh, the passion. The prostitution is the paying of the bills. Anyway, you don't care about that. You don't want to hear about that. It's all. Carrie, thank you for being with us. This is pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool to see people out there tuning in. Anyway, I fought with myself as to whether or not I was going to do the show or not tonight because I'm tired and I should be sleeping. But hey, I get the most out of myself when it's the wee hours of the a.m. So here goes. Uh, so the obligatory stuff. Obligatory stuff, meaning uh, we got to touch on the obvious, the censorship, the just taking down of everything, folks. Uh, what do we got? The latest on Alex Jones getting hit with like over a billion dollars in fines for, uh, in my opinion, nothing. You know, <laughs> like he softballed the uh, the incident in New Haven, Connecticut, uh, much more so than I would have done. But um, yeah, there's that. Uh, we also got Kanye West with all kinds of new stuff popping up where he is now getting uh, concerts canceled. He's getting J.P. Morgan saying, we're not going to do business with you anymore. Oh, man, there's so much more to this. Um, oh, that computer just went out. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess luckily it wasn't the computer that's running the show, just the one that's in front of me <laughs> with all the notes on it. Yep, just went dead. Okay. <laughs> Good grief. Oh, man. Sometimes it's funny, but it isn't. Yeah, literally mid-sentence there. Just shut shut it all down. Okay, that's cool. I'd love a new laptop if that would ever be possible. Anyway, back to the problems at hand. Yeah, they took down, um, or I guess in the show trial... Just as they would do in any banana republic, they took out uh, or or levied judgments against all kinds of Alex Jones over a billion jo uh, dollars. Uh, Kanye West came out and said some obvious factual information. And no, 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 you can't say that, Kanye. Get back to plantation, my good man. Uh, with all the other slaves that are of all the various colors, it ain't just a black plantation. It's a whole global plantation that we're on here, folks. So, yeah, he was uh, kicked off of several tour days. They took out his J.P. Morgan stuff. Uh, what else? I think there was, there was something else I'm missing that happened with him. I'm just, I'm just blanking on it. But it's really just the erasure of reality. That's the title of this program, the erasure of reality. And that's why I've got uh, Aunt Jemima box censored out up there. You could also supplement, uh, or should I say, exchange Aunt Jemima for Uncle Ben's rice. You could change Aunt Jemima for Land O'Lakes butter. You could change Aunt Jemima for the Cleveland Indians, for the Washington Redskins. For uh, here in my dear old home sweet home, town I guess it is. Well, I don't know. I, I don't call this my home sweet home. That's a little... 30 minutes south jaunt. But anyway, yeah, they've taken down all the statues, all the the stuff. I mean, that's been done for a while. But it's funny. I mean, a couple years ago when they took down the statues, they had like these big black plastic tarps over them. And it was sort of under the guise of, we're just temporarily taking them down because people are vandalizing them. And now I guess they're just gone. <laughs> 
So it is the erasure of reality. It's the erasure of, of history, if you want to get more broad strokes. But I think it's just our reality, folks. I mean, everything that they're taking down, I'll give you a sort of parallax views of this. So the stuff I just mentioned, yeah, I mean, they're, they're taking down the history. But, uh, but the people that are that are just saying facts or just saying, I wouldn't even say facts. I'll just say alternate opinions. You know, I mean, the, the communist trash is all too quick to say my truth. It's my truth. It's what I view as being true, which goes right back into that cultural relativity mess, which is nothing but Frankfurt school nonsense. I mean, oh man, I hate to keep going back to this, but yeah, K through 12 indoctrination, college university weaponization, relativity, the fact that uh, there are no facts. It's all just relative, brah. It's all Franz Boas of cultural relativism, man. We love the founding father of American anthropology, Franz Boas. Because it's all relative, man. It's your truth, brah. <laughs> so, I mean, it really is all just predicated on that. So, it's it's that relativity that there is no truths. There's just opinions, man. But they're not even allowing us to have alternate viewpoints to form our own opinions, brah, because, you know, insert bomb, bong, bug, bubbling noise here, you know, <laughs> to paraphrase some old uh, John B. Wells that he used to say that. But yeah, I mean, they're just taking out the options now. They're just like, there is no option play. We're just going to run it straight up the middle every single possession. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're taking people's ability to even counter the narrative. That's really what it all boils down to. And that's what was done several years ago when they took out uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, Laura Loomer, uh, Joe Biggs, Alex Jones. I mean, we can keep on going down this list, but it's kind of exhausting. And then it sort of culminated in the big coup de grace where they took down the president's Twitter. Yeah. And everybody went, good, yes, take him out. I mean, of course, not everybody. I mean, just those of the uh, the sheep variety. And now it's the same sort of scenario again with Alex Jones. I mean, for for a while it was, yes, take him off this platform and that. And now it's, it's the same narrative. But it's, yes, take him off and find him and take away his ability to do his thing and everything and you know these giblet heads can't seem to figure out the forest for the trees because it's kind of like that old adage you know first they came from for the neighbors and then the other neighbors and then they came for you and there was nobody to stand up for you and that's what this is all about it's just um, the sanitized for your protection version of reality now that's really all this is it's the sanitized for your protection I know that Boaz name. Yeah, it's uh, Franz Boaz. <laughs> Franz Boaz. Um, man, I should know this because I've taught this guy so many times. But um, Franz Boaz. I'm, I'm blanking on on these weird little factoids of information. But man, I, I don't know. He was a he was a Jewish. Uh, social scientist, 
He went on to found the first Department of Anthropology at Columbia University. He was claimed to fame for cultural relativity. You know, he escaped the persecution of Jews and he came over here and touted uh, relativity for all and uh, sort of spoke out against um, racist views of different cultures by saying it's all relative. Cultural relativity, historical particularism, uh, viewing societies in their own historical particular lens. So basically saying that uh, you can't judge this aboriginal culture or, or a past culture by our own standards because they're in their historically particular past and shouldn't be judged against the historical particular present. So just because we have running water and... Uh, you know, sewage processing facilities. We shouldn't look down our nose at those who can't. Yeah, I got that right. Anyway, I don't. I didn't mean to go off on a Franz Boas jag here. Uh, he was also instrumental in uh, in Margaret Mead, the, the big feminist and anthropology lore that everybody just kisses the ring and bows down to. Oh, we love Margaret Mead. Margie's is so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big feminist in anthropology land. You know, did the whole. Did the whole shtick that that uh, adolescence is universally a time of conflict and turmoil, and she went and studied the oh god, it's been so long. The Samoan culture, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, Samoan women, and, and did this whole study with them and. You know, by all accounts, kind of flubbed the research, did a lot of nonsense, didn't really live with the culture. You know, the whole nine yards. I don't I don't know why I went off. Yeah, coming of age in Samoa. Thank you. That's exactly it, Carrie. Yes. I read her credentials were fake. Uh, I don't know. I, I think if you look at uh, her research, her big seminal work, which was coming of age in Samoa, uh, if you look at her her big seminal work, I think it was uh, vastly a load of hooey. Uh, there's a big the, the big debate, uh, the Mead Freeman debate, Margaret Mead and Derek Freeman, another another anthropologist, but he was a male and kind of went out and did a restudy of her work and found that it was largely hooey that she didn't know the language, she wouldn't live with the people, and. The women were vastly just feeding her a line. They were basically saying like, oh, yes, it's just permissive sexual practices here. And we do whatever. And this is totally a free for all sexual liberation and relativity and, you know, pass the pipe and all that fun stuff, I guess. But uh, vastly seemed to be a bunch of hooey. I don't know. I don't know how we, we totally detoured. Into Margaret Mead, Franz Boas, Derek Freeman, all that weird stuff. Not really where I wanted to go, but I like it. <laughs> because um, back to the course, we're just talking about censorship and the obfuscation of history. And now just the obfuscation of reality because you can't even, even dare speak out against the orthodoxy of the prevailing narrative. Or you're liable to get struck out, struck down. Or now, since we're a full-scale banana republic, uh, just look into the Alex Jones trial through a, a tiny little lens here. I mean, not allowed to speak 
your own truth, not allowed to argue her own case, and just sort of having a judge, uh, carte blanche, say, yeah, guilty, here's millions of dollars, here's some more billions of dollars, or what have you. I mean, it's, it's really comical. All for daring to question in a, the most softballest of, uh, of ways uh, a narrative. I mean, come on, folks. Questioning the narrative should be just journalism 101. I mean, that's... I've said this many times on the show, but the old sticker that I'd never see anymore would be the question authority bumper sticker. Never see them anymore because, dare I say, hardly anybody's questioning authority. Everybody's just masking up and triple masking down and boostering and vaccine and everything else. And it's all just a load of <laughs> it's a load of mead, I tell you. It's a load of Margaret mead. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's the the soup du jour topic, of course, uh, the Alex Jones trial. And now parlaying that into Kanye West, who's daring to question the orthodoxy as well. And I'm not even going to say I agree with everything all these people say. I mean, I don't even agree with things I've said a few years ago. So, I mean, I, I can never say I agree with anything everyone says or anyone says. I mean, heck, I can't even agree with myself in the past. So... Yeah, Kanye coming out and uh, he gets blackballed from big investment firm, blackballed off tours. And now, you know, they're coming after him again with the old standby. He's crazy, I tell you. It's crazy. I mean, just like the old movie Gaslighting. uh, They're just gaslighting these people and they're gaslighting the general public, primarily the American public. Uh, of just like, oh, yeah, these guys are crazy, I tell you. Don't listen to that guy. You know, listen to Pierce Morgan. He's the guy. He's the guy to listen to. Oh, Pierce baby, right? <laughs> or uh, or the litany of of shameless, intellectually shallow boobs from CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. It's all the same to me, folks. Right nor left. Two sides of the same bird. It's the same bird feces. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let me let me pull these things up because. The two aforementioned aren't alone. We got the uh, the pop star MIA. This is coming from RT. I mean, I could have pulled you like a litany of these things when I was covering Alex Jones and covering Kanye West, but I think we all kind of know that information and can at least find it quite readily. But this one is MIA, and, and that's her, her handle, if you will. Pop star dropped from the from the GQ Awards. Oh, my. Um, after vaccine tweets and actually supporting Alex Jones as well. You know, she's basically saying, okay, well, if they're going to find into oblivion Alex Jones for supposedly saying some untruths, how can it really be untrue when it's all relative, man? It's all your truth, brah. I mean, I could say... I could say I'm a, a, a green lizard alien from planet Pop-Tart, and it's my truth, man. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, MIA, I guess, won't get to be at the GQ Magazine upcoming Man of the Year Awards. Man, what a drag that is. I bet she's really losing sleep over that one. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's questioning the narrative and questioning. <laughs> oh, man, some more nonsense, right? Let me get on to this next one so it'll make more sense to you why I have weird things on the screen. This is from newspunch.com. Let me pull this one up there for you. 
There we go. Biden's HHS and CDC paid screenwriters and comedians to mock the unvaccinated. This is from October 8th, several days back. But yeah, I mean, as if you needed that to be printed out or on the screen for it. So, yeah, I mean, whew, newsflash. <clears throat> yeah, they paid people. They paid comedians and screenwriters to write things that were <clears throat> meant to uh, shame those that questioned the narrative. Back to the erasure of reality. You speak our truth or you don't speak the truth at all. We'll make fun of you. We'll mock you. We'll f- <laughs> we'll shun you. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I can't even think of this person's name. Well, honestly, I didn't know this person's name. But we got back in town the other night, and my wife and I had some time to sit down together, which is rare. <laughs> so we watched an old, um, what was it, I guess, early 90s movie. Watch Point Break. I think I can throw that out there. It was great. Anyway, that ended, and then I was going in the in the in the kitchen to forage for food, <laughs> and my wife starts watching this comedian. Uh, I can't. I don't know this this lady's name. Anyway, it was just a bunch of hooey as well. I'm trying to be as clean as humanly possible, so this can be up for all ages. <laughs> At two forty five in the morning. Anyway, or no, 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 pardon me, 251. Anyway, I don't even know this lady's name. I thought so little of her, I didn't even want to know her name. But, you know, I was halfway listening to it because I was forging for food and then went into uh, the office studio area to start working on, uh, well, this. And uh, I was sort of overhearing it secondhand there, and I was like, oh, this sounds stupid and not funny. Imagine that. Anyway, it wasn't too long for baby like the the middle part of this comedy routine. Don't know the lady's name. Wearing some sort of black, sort of a little bit revealing outfit. Blonde haired chick. I don't know. doesn't matter to me. Anyway, about that time, we got to go into the don't question the science routine. Yeah, it was that one. It was, it was straight out of this. You know, I mean, I was thinking that as I was listening to this m- malarkey. And then here, lo and behold, today, we pull this up. <laughs> but yeah, it was the, and all these people that that, that want to question the science. and the, I'm going to trust the people with degrees. I'm going to trust the doctors. I'm going to trust them because, yeah. Anyway, um, that was just a little bitty, minuscule diatribe from that supposed comedy mess. <laughs> I was just listening to this going, wow. Sadly, people are actually believing this moron. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, why would we question, you know, known liars? Why would we ever question the medical mafia? You know, the, those deified occultists. Don't question any of it. Roll up your sleeve. I mean, wasn't that the narrative about a year ago? Just roll up your sleeve. I'm not going to question. I can't remember what what, what mayor moron that was. I'm not going to question. I'm going to roll up my sleeve. I'm going to get the vaccine. (laughs) Man. I mean, I could just do a daily show. Kind of like the ticker reel at the bottom of 
of uh, you know the stock market. I just do like a ticker reel of the uh, <clears throat> the ongoing dead. <laughs> like every day, just do a new show where I just cover the dead. Just cover the dead, you know. <laughs> Chaos AD. <laughs> Wasn't that an, an old Sepultura record? Chaos AD. Do a, a daily show, Chaos AD, where I just cover the dead that have just randomly died from sudden adult death syndrome. Or, hey, this guy just randomly got cancer at 40. You know, this guy just... <clears throat> He's gone, you know, uh, he just randomly killed over. Oh, this other star just randomly died. I, we don't know what happened, but they're dead now. <laughs> oh, man. It's just so sad. But part of the impetus of doing this erasure of history was because I guess like a week before I went out of town, I won't give you too much on this because I don't know. I don't know. This, this employer may not want this information revealed, so... Anyway, I'll just say that I was I was around people that were about 12 <laughs> in a big classroomish setting the other day teaching stuff and things and so forth and so on. Anyway, I'm notorious as I do on this show for just throwing out wisecracks and just linking in weird random things that most people that are not in my age demographic are going, "What?" What are you talking about, He-Man? You know, like, just silliness like that. Anyway, but I referenced Aunt Jemima. And maybe like a quarter of, the, of the, the class knew who I was talking about. Maybe a quarter of the class. I don't even think that was right. Like two or three people knew like who I was talking about when I talked about Aunt Jemima and like the talking syrup bottle, you know, a la the commercials when I was a kid where they got this weird <laughs> talking syrup bottle. Anyway, yeah, I mean, the sad truth is this was probably age demographic 12. I don't know, whatever sixth grade is. And yeah, it was it was sad. I mean, I'm, I'm aghast at that. Usually when I say things that are sort of silly and off the cuff that I know date me a lot when I mention like He-Man and G.I. Joe and like the real Transformers before this movie, Boulder Dash. But yeah, like the Ancient Mama thing kind of threw me off because I was like, I think like everybody knows Ancient Mama, right? I mean, they just took her off the stinking <laughs> the syrup and the pancake mix within the last well, like eight months or something, you know. But it kind of goes into that erasure of history, and I've touched on this numerous shows back. I don't even know what the show was, but I touched on this, brought up the scientific articles, we talked about it. And I was linking this in from, I think, maybe like 10 or 12 years ago where they did a study and revealed that humans now have the attention span of less than a goldfish. And I would not disagree with that at all. And I was covering that, you know, 10 years later and saying, yo, can you imagine how terribly low our attention span is now? But it's not just the attention span thing. It is the the erasure of history thing that I think is so much more visible in the the gen, uh, I don't know, what is it, Gen Z, millennials, or whatever the newest demographic of person is now. I think it's so much more emblematic and so much more just prima facie rubbing your nose in the brown stuff than any time ever because I think there is no 
true appreciation for history. There's no true appreciation for, you know, past, uh, not even just like history as in, you know, founding fathers, founding of Rome or, you know, any of that stuff. I'm just talking about just respect, knowledge or acknowledgement of history and, and of past. And I'm not trying to come down on these people that are younger. And when I'm saying younger, I'm not talking about just sixth graders. I mean, I'm talking about people in their 20s also seem to really lack and have a disconnect between the past. And I really do think that it is the erasure of history and the erasure of reality, but it's also coupled in with the social media. It's it's coupled in with everything's at our fingertips now. We don't have to look things up. We don't really have to care about it. We can just, it's all just right there. Whatever you want to know, it's right there. And I know I'm I'm dating myself and sounding terribly old, but I mean, there's a reason I have a set of encyclopedias back here <laughs> because I did not want my daughter growing up in a house that did have encyclopedias like I had when I was a kid. And I'll be full disclosure, we don't pull them out every single day and look up a term and you know, not like I did, but I mean, yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I can re- recollect those big set of world books at my my house and then next door my grandparents house those are those two sets of different encyclopedias and i spent a whole ton of time over there just going through these encyclopedias just wandering through like oh man this is crazy look at this look at this you know the same things that people now do on the internet except now it takes no effort to do it it takes it's it's not painstaking at all it's like what is an aardvark you know you don't have to go to the a's and flip through the and and look at all these different things between <laughs> the the aardvark and so forth. And I think there's something to that that is causing the erasure, causing the erosion, and dare I say deterioration of, uh, of history or, or even like wanting to know more. I mean, I think there's, there's a whole generation now that's like, they don't care. Like, oh, that sucks. Who cares? I can just look that up on my phone or my watch in like 30 seconds, you know? And again, dating myself a lot. But there's something too, when I was a kid, getting those big records, the big records. Yeah, they're over here, but I'm not, they're not in camera view. But yeah, records, folks. And looking painstakingly through the liner notes and looking at every little image. And whoa, whoa, what's that on his shirt over here? Is that, uh, okay, that's a different band. I could look up that band and see if they're any good. Or not look them up. I mean, go to the record store and buy their record. <laughs> I think there's something to all this, folks. And I think there is something to this, the, the depreciation of value of history. It's just not there. It's not there at all. And uh, I think it, it couples into everything that I've talked about. With the erasure of reality, the erasure of history, the erasure of of choices between just figuring out, okay, is Kanye West and Alex Jones full of prunes or they got something here? I mean, if you take away someone's ability to even try to figure this out, you know, it's, it's complete nanny state. It's completely insane. But that's where we're at. And I think there's something to it. And I, I think... You know, for all the upside of the internet, I think it's got a very dark side as well. I mean, I'm I'm running this whole show on the internet right now, so I'm I'm calling the kettle black. I I feel you, but 
Yeah. Roxanne, yeah, we had the same thing in our house. Our father would constantly test us. Yeah, I think that's so important. That's so integral. That is key. And I think there's something to it because I've talked to people that are younger and it's it's not just that they don't know the stuff. It's that they don't care about it. And there's just a kind of just a total disrespect for it. It's like, yeah, that sucks. Like, I don't want to know about that. You know, I mean, I've talked to people again in their 20s and 30s here that are just they don't want to know about music past like 1990. <laughs> like, and I'll I'll be full disclosure. There's a lot of music that I just don't like from the 60s, specifically the 70s. I just don't like it. But I can at least listen to it and say, okay, I don't like this. However, I can respect the talent that it took to put this out. I can respect they spent some time on the instruments. They learned them. They, they were proficient in them. I, feel, I know I'm the old guy in the club right now, but I just don't think it's there. I don't think it's there right now. <laughs> I hope and pray that we are not in 30 years looking back on the the garbage pail music of today and having that played as oldies. Because <laughs> good night, nurse. It's muy terrible. But yeah, I think all that is, yeah, disco, good grief. I miss that, thankfully, but <laughs> I don't know. I think there's something to it all. I think there's something into the deliberate dumbing down of America. You know, to to that's the the was it John David Gatto book, wonderful book. I don't have it, but I kind of wish I did. I wish I could get him on the show, but sadly he is deceased. But yeah, I think there's the or the there is a deliberate dumbing down of America. Or am I am I conflating that with the Charlotte Isserby book? Good grief! I'm, I apologize to both of them because it is two, it's three, and I I've conflated them horribly either way i do believe that there is a deliberate dubbing down i think they're taking our choices off the table and they're taking away the history in plain sight it's all getting taken down and you know to borrow a phrase from that scumbag oprah you know we've got to wait for these people to die these white racists to die i mean i think their their game plan is long term and that they're going to wait out all of us who do still have a brain discernment and critical thinking yeah yeah not the critical theory from the frankfurt school but actual critical thinking being able to look at two things and going yeah yeah something this doesn't add up here you know i'm using my discernment and i'm going out on a limb and thinking that this is complete boulder dash but sadly i think my generation might be that last generation that's got that discernment that's got that critical thinking i don't know i hope not I know I'm not completely right. I'm painting with the broadest of brushes because, yeah, I know there's a lot of millennials. There's a lot of younger people that know what's up. But good grief, there's so many that don't. Anyway, thanks to everyone. AnomicAge.com, PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge, Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. And plus there's uh, the other link I can't even show you now because the computer is shut down. But it's all available there at anomicage.com. I'll be seeing you sooner than later. Remember, you can't do everything, but you can do something. I'll see you sooner than later in the Anomic Age. Be safe out there. See you soon. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. Thank <laughs> you.